Is there anyone out there? Can you hear me? In this space and time, two men embark on an elevated quest through cinema to bring you the most compelling movie reviews in existence. Your host Joe and Darian travel through content with ludicrous speed, dodging spoilers, evading reviews, and seeking the unknown, possibly under the influence. Be prepared for foul language, strong opinions, loud outbursts, and occasional burping. Just know this is a safe journey, and this is all in good fun. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I am Joe. And I am Darian. And we are... At, At the, the movies. movies. And just not to be confused, uh, some of you guys out there, this is a spinoff of A Few Deep. So if you are uh, a regular or reoccurring person to the podcast A Few Deep, you will find this podcast on that same domain. So you go to A Few Deep link and the podcast is right in there. It pops up the brand new ones. So this is the movie spinoff of the uh, it's uh, a subdivision of the main division. Yeah, the Chronicles. The, the, uh, <laughs> the COVID Chronicles. COVID Chronicles, yeah. Uh, and today we are talking about uh, two movies. We're going to be doing The Vast of Night and uh, Possessor. That's how you say that, right? Possessor. Yeah, Possessor. Uh, but I think we're going to start off first with The Vast of Night, and uh, we'll get right into that one. So um, do you want to do the... The synopsis? synopsis? Or you, yeah, or you want to... Um, yeah, so... just going to go the story for it? It's a, set in a very small farm town, uh, kind of a desolate town, you know, yeah. out there. Um, and you have two main characters, uh, both in high school. One is, like, an aspiring, I would say, like, reporter. Um, or she's like really interested in like using her new recording machine. And so she seeks the help of the young town DJ radio DJ. Yeah. Um, and it's basically, it's one of those films that's one night. Um, and there's a lot of mystery going on. Yeah. And this is, um, it's the movie is all shot at night too. So it's a very dark film. Um, sometimes, the the faces of a lot of the characters weren't clear. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of shadows. There's a lot of like single street lights yeah. uh, or headlights illuminating the whole. Uh, and it's set in the fifties, by the way. Yeah. Um, so it does have this Back to the Future kind of like. It does have that kind of vibe. That, that vibe. Very friendly town. Everybody seems to know each other. Yeah. Um, until there's some reports of people starting to see things out in the roadway. Well, so it starts like. Well, it starts with a town a basketball game at the high school that is, uh, you know, a very popular uh, town activity event. Yeah. And the whole town goes to this. Thing. Yeah, the whole town is at the high school basketball game indoors, basically. And this and this character, the main character, uh, the guy, uh, he is a radio host, and he seems to know everything about audio. And he's a big audio technical guy, and he, a lot of the town ask for his opinion. Yeah, they're they're trying to they're like, can you fix this? Uh, you know, another lady pulls him aside to bring him to, and you know, he's, they he's don't need his help. Like, he's kind of got like the like the big city like ambition for yeah. the town guy. You know, he he is their uh, their go to for all things. Yeah, he seems to be the the, the fame of the town. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a he's a radio. Uh, 
disc jockey. Yes. And he plays um uh, he plays uh smooth like not no not, not jazz. He plays I guess he plays everything. Yeah, I, he I don't plays know. everything. Yeah. Uh and he and he does he does he receives call-ins too. So Yeah, he takes calls. Uh and he, you know, he has like a couple of regulars that call in. Um the the movie has a very twilight zone feel to it. Yeah. Um a little bit about the movie. Don't expect like a lot of action. This is definitely a dialogue driven movie with no actors that any of you would know and the director none of you would know. In fact, this is his first film. Yeah, what's what's great about this movie is that this is the debut of that director. He financed the film himself mm-hmm. and it it got rejected at 18 film festivals until this festival Slam Dance uh, film festival picked it up. I'm not I forget where where that one is at, but right. uh, they seem to pick up the movie, and then after that, it sort of uh, gained momentum and uh, made it to Sundance Film Festival. Got best narrative feature narrative, whatever that actually means. Yeah, I'm not, is that like <laughs> uh, story driven? Because this is very story, very driven. story driven. Uh, yeah, the way the way this film, and I, and I started noticing right off the bat because the main character starts talking and almost never stops. Yeah, he's a talker. He's a talker, and it's... Both of them are talkers, actually. Yeah, and it's sort of like this... There's... And I noticed this immediately, is that the shots, the film shots, are really long with, like, no cuts. Yeah, no... um, It's like a no-cut... They pan. They don't even cut. It's... And these... These two, these two main actors are very talented because they're these basically are, oh geez, it, it's got to be, oh man, like twenty minutes to a half hour long monologue. So, oh yeah. So, you know, they're delivering this whole story already with lines as they're as they're panning as as they're the the, the they're camera walking through is, the uh... they're walking back. To their jobs from the basketball game because they they sort of go and start helping out and yeah. that's where they meet and she I think that the main character Faye asked to use her to show her how to use the recorder yeah she just got like a like one of those I mean it's like a a briefcase recording system so he starts going up to town folk and says well why don't you interview you know so and so and Mrs and Mrs so and so and going car to car go to car to car at the basketball game and gives her like little notes from like each one and. Yeah. Um, you kind of get the feeling that maybe she like really does look up to him. Um, maybe there's like a little bit of a crush, but he ignores it. He's kind of like, oh, she. He treats her like a little bit of a, a kid in yeah. the beginning. It, it does get. He does gives her a little bit more respect later, but yeah, at the end he gives her more respect uh, as 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 the movie goes on. Um, yeah. So it first starts out of them them walking through the town back to to go their separate ways to their job. And he's like, I'll walk with you and we'll talk and we'll do this. And it's just a long walk. It's I'm like, you know, I expected them to cut and then go to like, just be at their jobs. But no, they walked that whole way. And then they split once they got to Faye's job, which Faye is a switchboard operator. She was taking over her shift as a uh, switchboard operator. And uh, so, the talent that goes into this acting, I mean, 
memorizing those lines because that monologue is she tells like three stories she tells three pretty in-depth long stories from the moment they leave that basketball to the her work that's right and i'm like holy shit man how fucking long is this i'm like I expected him to like cut her off and be like, <laughs> all right, look, man, you know, I, I can't, but he's like recording her. So that's why she's telling these stories. Yeah. And they're different. Each story is different with different meanings and whatnot. I mean, it, uh, some of it sort of ties in, some of it doesn't. It sort of seems uh, uh, not. It is set in New Mexico. I forgot to. Oh, yeah, so it's, it's sort it's of deserty, deserty, but, but uh, really old towny, yeah. western towny looking. So, like, you know, the, there's a lot of dialogue, as Joe was saying. And then th- the movie is kind of a mystery. Um, there is the, there's a radio signal that uh, they pick up. Well, she, the, it, it's, yeah, that starts on her on phase end on the switchboard. Yep. She yeah, she was hearing, uh, like, a, a, another noise, a static noise. And she's like, what is that? And yeah. she starts switching to, like, different lines, and it's there, and it's not. Yeah. And then they start to go out and... Uh, Kind of investigate. <laughs> yeah, she's she's investigating this noise. It's strange. She's like, is that on my end? Is it technical? You know, what what could this noise be? Yeah, and she starts calling other people. Hey, do you hear it on your end? And uh, yeah, and then the, the main character is a radio host, the, the disc jockey, who's she calls the radio station and, and asks him to play the sound to see if anybody has heard heard it. it. That's right. And then they start getting calls in. Yeah. And that's where, you know, that's where the main plot of the movie uh, starts to pick up. It is not like, it's not Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It's not an action flick. This is... There's no... There's Even I, I read some other reviews too where some people were like, I was on the edge of my seat. I wouldn't even... You know there's something going on and you're trying to figure out as well as the characters what exactly is going on. So you're like in the same boat as them, which is actually a very... When, you know, directors and writers can do that, make you feel like you're part of the story or you're like going along with them. Usually it makes a good movie. And this movie is a good movie. Yeah, overall, this movie is is a good movie. Um, But as we said, it's very story-driven. Yep. Very dialogue. It's very lengthy yeah in that as there's not a lot of action like we said and at times you know there's a phone call or just there there's like 10 i don't say 10 there's probably six stories that somebody tells yeah and it's just long it's like you it's you listening to a story of somebody telling it so you and some of the shots they sort of like the the camera is a couple of weird shots. They like show it as like a nineteen fifties black and white screen. Oh yeah, yep. And then all of a sudden you're back like into the, the regular movie. Yeah. And then sometimes the fucking screen just goes black. <laughs> yeah. And people are still talking. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening? Like, what? This is. I'm like, you know, it's one of those movies where like you could be like dozing off or something because some of the lines are so long. You're like, not to say that, you know. I fell asleep during this movie because I didn't because I was still very intrigued. But if I could see some people out there falling asleep to these dialogues because some of the the man voice is like put you to sleep anyway. It's very oh, yeah, soothing, yeah. very like 
listening to a story that your grandpa would would say. So you're like, and then your grandmother. There's a couple of stories being told, and then you're just like, okay, all right, where are we at here? And then you know, it's sort of like speedballs. It, it's it, you know, it goes you know a little bit faster than after some of the stories, but you know, the dialogue is very lengthy. Yeah. Um, it. So this, I mean, as we were saying, this is uh, his first work. Andrew Patterson, and what was the name he wrote it under? He wrote it under. Oh, he wrote it. I think, and he directed under a pseudonym, which is James Montauk. Yeah, uh, M O N T A Q U E. Um, so this guy was pretty ambitious. I think, like, just after high school, he actually started a production company, uh, and he was doing like commercials, and then he started doing um, like promotion videos for the Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City Thunder, and this was his. Like first feature film and writing um, attempt, um, yeah, and it it did not gain traction as Joe was saying um, until it got into to uh, it was like slam four years later or two, yeah. two or three years because I think it was like made in 2016 is when they started. I don't and know, and it was released finished. in the it was released in the end of two thousand nineteen, I think, mm. um, and you know it gained. Definitely gain traction. In fact, it's actually it's got great reviews. If you want it, like Rotten Tomatoes, I think is a ninety two percent. Metacritic, which is like one of the um, you know more stable uh, reviews, is at eighty four percent, which is like super high. Like even if anything yeah. is seventy on that, I'm like, oh, it's probably pretty good. That's what I look at too. I'm like, they're kind of giving a good rating. I'm like, it's got to be decent at least. Yeah, uh, maybe it's not that big of a rating but it's got to be pretty good and the movie doesn't leave it and this is another thing if you're gonna like oh like this is like a super mysterious movie no the movie does kind of wrap itself up we're not going to say how it does but it it does have a complete story that it goes through um, yes it 100 goes from start to finish and there is an ending yeah i mean it's not the longest movie it's an hour and a half um, no it so feels longer than it is it actually. does it because i think it's just because there's so much dialogue there's so much dialogue it takes yeah. it takes that energy out of out of you like listening because you're you're really intent listening because you're like, I'm going to miss something, you know? Right, yeah. It's like the antithesis of uh, There Will Be Blood. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, um, but yeah, but overall, I'd say it's a good movie. Yeah. Different. You know, it was different. And I think I liked it better even knowing that it's the first debut uh, of this guy, um, Andrew Patterson or James yeah. Montauk or whatever you want to say, a pseudonym. Uh, I, f- I find the story interesting. And then the movie was like, if that was my first movie, I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. That's I'm, I'd be proud of it. And I think it actually helps the movie that we don't know any of the actors in it. Because yeah, they're, you're, yeah. Just, they're just characters. Like They are like, you don't know them in any as anything else. And it always helps um, when watching something. Yeah, definitely. Because these, these are like no-name characters that I've never heard of any of their other movies, you know. Yeah, the the young girl was in the most things, and they were all like G movies. I mean, maybe if I had a small kid or something, I would know what she was in. But yeah, but other than that, I mean, other than that, this is like their biggest movie all for all of them. Yeah. Um, what did you would you re- recommend this to everyone? What did you think of it, Joe? I probably wouldn't recommend it to everyone. No, I no. would. I'd recommend it to my closest friends who are really into film and. Yep. Uh, you know, somebody looking... Or if you're into sci-fi. Or, or into sci-fi. It's very yeah. sci-fi. But at the same time, it's not. You know, yeah. it is it is and it isn't. It, but... Yeah. Uh, Definitely a low-budget film. Um, so it's not like you ever, like... It's all about... Um, 
what what you're not seeing happen, but what they're describing. So the stories kind of tell you yeah. what's happening and like how spread out things are going on. Yeah. Um, it, it's I liked it. I thought it, I, I'll give it like a seven personally, but yeah, I think um, I mean I liked it. I liked it a lot. And uh, I would give it a seven as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's not a recommendation I would give to everybody else looking for a sci-fi flick. Yeah, of, definitely, uh, definitely sorts. a movie that you want to be able to listen to. Um, yeah. You know, it's not like don't watch. Don't, it's not a date movie for sure. Yeah, this is kind of a like I said, it, this is a this is a uh, a movie for some f- uh, fans. I guess yeah. it's a fan film. You know, of that genre. Uh, maybe a really, I don't know what kind of evening you'd be having with this just, kind of movie. Just sitting on the couch with a, like yeah. a thing of popcorn. I mean, yeah. like if you've been like a, you know, maybe you got a roommate or you know, long term couple. You know, otherwise, if you get, if you start talking it, you'll you're, the movie's just going to get ruined. I mean, yeah, you're going to miss something, or because I said that, you know, we said that this movie is all dialogue, and you got to listen, pay attention. It's it's one of those movies that you need just silence for because it's it's a quiet movie but they're it's quiet but at the same time these kids and they just never stop talking (laughs) yeah no they don't it's It's, so it's so interesting um i wonder if any of it was ad lib or if they just (laughs) i'm not sure but i it could have been but they seem to know their lines in their monologues uh like i said they did some really long one shot takes and and like a car like must have been like driving next to them as they were walking because they would be walking and walking um through cars rows of cars and it was just like the camera just kept panning and panning and panning yeah they they must have had some kind of either either a cart but it was like dirt road so maybe maybe that a push cart from behind or something or i don't know because it wasn't on no track it was some kind of steady cam yeah uh that they were using that made that perfect and it's it's long-winded, but it's, you know, like I said, I'm going to give it a 7, too. I think it was great. Um, not a recommendation for everybody else, you know. I'd say yeah. you got to be kind of a fan of this genre. Definitely exactly. sci-fi, if, if you like the film. If you like the old, like, Twilight Zone, you'll probably like this. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I thought. Old twi- If you like old Twilight Zone stuff, mm-hmm. you would probably like this. It's, yeah. a, it's probably an hour and a half long Twilight Zone movie. Yeah. Uh, that was great with not so much of a Twilight Zone twist. No, no, not no twist or turn. It's just a, a find out. Yeah, I guess find yeah. out what's there's, going there's on. There's resolve going on. Yeah, in a mystery of you know five. Um, do you want? Should we give away? I'm not going to give away. I don't want to give away anything about the film. There's not really much to give away. But um, for recommendations, um, I had a recommendation, but it might oh. give away what the film is about sort of but you know i don't know um well we can we can save that in the end for for both movies for, for both movies okay yeah 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 we'll just okay, yeah, i was gonna say if you wanted to do we're gonna we're gonna each recommend a movie that is akin to the to the movies uh that we've watched and that yeah. we're giving so it's like you like this film you might like this yeah yeah, you know, yeah kind of a kind of a deal um all right so we'll move on i guess after, yeah for the vast of night uh, you guys, you can watch this on Netflix, I believe. or no, you can't. It, no, you got to watch Amazon? Amazon. Yeah, I think it was on Amazon, Amazon Prime or something like yeah. that. So if you're looking at streaming, um, yeah. So yeah, so our second film that we're going to discuss today, uh, 
was called Possessor, P-O-S-S-E-S-S-O-R. Definitely look for that spelling because I tried to spell it like a bunch of times and I could not find this film. Yeah. I was like, I'm spelling this all wrong. Yeah. Uh, Which is directed by Brandon Cronenberg. You may know his father. David Cronenberg. And let's just say the apple does not fall far from the tree. Yeah, he has has three um, uh, kids and two of them are daughters and one son. And they're all directors and they're all uh, photographers and painters. Yeah, very, very artsy family. Um, And definitely look at the world in a different uh, light than many of us do. Yeah, yeah, they definitely do. And the dad started it off for sure. It looks like in some of the pictures, I was scrolling through some of his pictures of the dad and in his old films, and it looked like he had the kids help him out. Yeah. I mean, they probably learned a lot from him. Um, You know, I think – yeah, I recommended this one to Joe. Um, Mm -hmm. I watched this. Yep. And uh, this is another – I'm not going to say sci-fi. It's – Technology. It's technology driven. driven. So I guess yeah. it's um it's sci-fi-ish. It is like a um you have a main character who works for and you find out very quickly in the beginning like what she does, but she works for like an elite assassin, corporate assassin uh like company. So if you have let's say you are, you know, neck and neck with one business, let's say Joe and I are separate entities and we're competing, um I would hire this business to Get rid of Joe with no strings pointing in my direction. Yeah. In fact, this company makes it seem like it was something in his life, whether it be like a personal thing or an employee vendetta or just someone going crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, it does have, you know, a couple of stars in it. It does, yeah. Uh, you got Jennifer Jason Lee, who, you know, is really still doing it out there. She's definitely the top name. In this film, but not the star. Yeah, she's like, well, I don't know. Sean Bean's up there too. Sean Bean is up there too. They're both. Yeah, I would, mm, yeah, yeah. Not the, they're neither the stars, but they're they're like the the names that are bringing people in. Yeah, they're um, not even the main characters, but no. they're they're the names of the film. Yeah. Uh, well, Jennifer Jason Lee is the one who kind of runs the company. Yeah, and she then... she runs this assassin company, or um, uh, if it's called an assassin company, I don't really know. I don't. It's, I don't. It's. Know. They're not really an assassin company, but that's what they do. Yeah, they, they, they somehow, like, make famous people crumble for other famous people. Yeah. Yeah. Take them out of the way. Um, it had Christopher Abbott. Yep. Who, what was what was the other film we were talking about? Who He was so, just, oh, he was in... He was in Black Bear. Black so, Bear. So Christopher Abbott seems to be an up-and-coming, uh, yep. pretty good actor, and Black Bear was another... So he's got, like... Two, two or three movies in 2020. He, he, yeah, he was in, pretty busy. It comes at night too. It comes at night. Yeah. Yep. Um, so he, he's he's definitely an up and coming actor, and uh, he he's been he's been on the list. Yeah. Of, to, of uh, things to watch that watch watch out for. Yes, totally. Um, he was he had a small part in like Whiskey Tango Foxtrot too. I think. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Um, and then the main actress, what was her name? Uh, was it um, Riceborough? Riceborough? Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Andrea Riceborough. Yes. She is the main um, character this, on on Jennifer Jason Lee's assassination team. team. And, and the I don't want to like give away a lot, but it is like kind of like the Matrix meets like Minority Port, and the way 
Um, yeah, that's a good way to put it. The way they actually get the assassination, the way that they do it is they will capture a random person. I guess I can tell like the first thing how they tell you, right? Yeah, I mean it's so the the, the movie will start off with um, a party, and someone gets shot by like someone who was a uh, a waiter at the party. Yeah, and so you learn out very quickly is what this company does is they can put one person's brain into someone else and control their body so yeah, they can it's some kind of chip or some kind of um brain patterns they show they show it a couple times when they're, they're she's taking it out of her skull yeah yeah it's, that's where the matrix part comes in because yeah. it's like you jack in and then they each and then they sync up yeah yeah and think about she, plugging into a computer or something and she kind of like studies um the person she's going to take over as much as she can and then she's the one who actually does the hit but that's how they keep like no strings attached. So yeah. I don't know if other people are doing it. It doesn't seem like anybody even knows that this is a thing. Yeah, it doesn't seem that anybody knows that this is a thing. Yeah. Um Yeah. So it it it's sort of uh Definitely this one's definitely got a little bit more action, a little bit higher violence scale. Definitely violent. There's a there's at least one gory pretty gory <laughs> scene if you're squeamish yeah um i think this also derived from his dad david uh because he's he definitely has a high gore oh yeah the fly with the arm breaking and um, uh just just the transformation in the fly uh, of jeff jeff uh, goldblum yeah and the popping of the eye that was what that noise was that i made yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so it gets a little uh it gets it's it's interesting because i didn't like watching this movie I didn't expect that because I was like, what? Why? Why did this happen? Like, why was that? Like, you know, why was it? It showed how um, angry somebody could be, you know, uh, to commit this this personal. It seemed very personal is what it did. Right. Yes. But most of the movie is not very gorish. But that scene became gory. And I was like, why did they put the gore in there? I mean, I guess they call it a sci-fi horror. Um, is that what they they, they refer to? It? It's not. And I think I it's. Think I think, horror it, I think it's a. I think it's a horror in the aspect of making you think like it's scary that this could actually like mm. like if someone were able to create this technology, like how easy it would be to just assassinate people and never have any blood on your hands. Yeah, that's true. Like there's this. There's no connecting trail to anyone because they're literally using someone else, and so they leave their DNA everybody sees them and they do um that's the point is like you want to be seen you want to be like you want to act normal around oh, them yeah. and then just have like a moment where something happens yeah and try not to give any yeah anything too much away of what i can say um you know there there's apparently you can get stuck Sort of inside this, yeah, in this world. So that's kind of the underlying plot is like uh, the main assassin is like how she can handle it because it is taxing on her as on well your, on your brain. It sort of has like this uh, memory of like realization of yeah who you are because exactly. you start to lose who you are and who you think you are. Yeah, because they're, they're you're you're you also have their thoughts coming in, and although you're controlling their body, um, so uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it it there's some there's some really underlining um psychology 
with this film. You know, there's some underlining deep thoughts and concerns of this being a real thing. Yeah. And it really has these, you know, these, you know, under underlining notes of like, you know, memory loss and uh, disconnect of emotional feelings. And, you know, and this goes to, you know, your, your, your real family, like your day to day, like how you, uh, how you like, this is like, I'm punching out of the clock here and now I'm going home. How do I deal with my at home life? You know? Yeah. She sort of, she sort of studies these other people and then she sort of studied herself and she, and she, she asks herself questions or, or talks to herself in the, in some of the, the scenes to, but she's trying to detach herself, her life. So she doesn't have any of her normal uh, mannerisms or sayings or any of that. And she's trying to glob on and, you know, um, it, it starts to put a toll on her life with, her husband and her son. Yeah, um, it it it's definitely like one of those like well, I I gotta go to work again. Yeah, how long? I don't know. It's gonna be weeks, you know, at a time. You know, these these things take time, and you know, for the film or for the, th- uh, the the actual job, it's like they don't want you to be in in this for very long. They're you know they they said it's a pretty short window. That's like they don't want you longer than like forty eight hours or seventy two yeah, hours. Or something yeah, yeah, like and. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say how they like make the the person. Yeah, I don't want to say how they dispose of the body or anything. But um, yeah, they, the, I guess like the surrounding plot of like what it is is just the background. I mean, in really reality, it's a psychological uh analysis of someone who's falling apart due to their job. I mean, yeah, really, that's yeah. that's kind of what it breaks breaks down to. Uh. With some very like graphic, like straightforward, startling violence. Um, yeah, a lot of violence. Um, disconnect from family. It's, um, it's 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 an interesting movie. Like, like I said, there's a lot of underlining tones to it. You you're you're like you said, it's portrayed as sort of a horror. Yeah, you know, but it's to me it wasn't. I, to me, I took it as a sci-fi thriller but with these like emotional undertones and this disconnect from family to work a job that's very important but it definitely has a toll on your life and yeah. that soon soon uh in takes over your life yeah. basically it, it 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 the the job itself just takes over your life and then all of a sudden that is your life yeah and that's sort of what Jennifer Jason Lee she's wants a, out of her employees. She is a – I don't know if she's like the boss or if she's just like a handler as they say in other movies. Um, that there was a PBR, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, this movie definitely – it's like the imagery and stuff is very crisp. Um, but like the movie itself is raw. Like you can feel oh, yeah. like a yeah. lot of emotion going on. I loved this movie. I mean I loved it. I, I did too. I thought, you know, when I first started it, I didn't know what I was getting into either because I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't do any of that shit. Right. Because you just recommended it and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. And uh, I just went for it and I didn't know what to expect. I did see the genre that said horror, so I was expecting some, you know, some uh, some actual like, I don't know, horrorness. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how to say terror maybe. Yeah, terror. terror yeah, 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 yeah. But none of that came into mind and 
as I was watching. It's not a shock thriller, but it does have some shocking scenes, but it's not like they're yeah. they're trying to it's not like a walk around the corner and there's like a murderer there kind of movie, you know. Yeah, it's, it's not that at all. Um yeah, it's it's more of like kind of like what you said now it you know you know, assassination sort of style movie, but sci-fi thriller yes. to me with some gory stuff with some, you know, emotional undertones, but it, the acting very well done. Uh, the storyline. Great. Um, I didn't think, I'm trying to think if I disliked anything about this movie. Um, I'd say I, some stuff was sort of maybe not explained fully. Although, like, you know, I could get what they're trying to get at. You right. Know? And if I think about it, if, you know, you this is kind of a movie that you let, like, um, marinate in your mind after, you know, a couple of days after you've watched it. And you're, like, sort of thinking about it. And, you're and, and you know, stuff starts, like, pieces together. You know, it's sort of like. You know, you're like, oh, I think that's what they were trying to, like, oh, this is what they were saying about that. Without even realizing it, you know, you sort of get this, like, you know, this this different take on it as you, like, think about it, right. I guess. You know, yeah. with, with the whole work thing and, and whatnot and, and you know, disconnecting the kid and and the, and the, and mm-hmm. the, and the, the husband and uh, yeah, I mean, the everybody, family. Everybody around her, including the handler, can, can tell that she is uh, – changing and she loves her job so much and she doesn't want to like see that she's changing so yeah i mean uh what do, what do you give this movie on a scale of one to ten i recommend this by this movie by the way to everyone as long as you um you know if you're one of those people who doesn't like blood or like a little bit of violence not your movie but otherwise and it's not based on that but there is so i just want to warn there people. is yeah uh i would say if you yeah i'd recommend this to everybody as well if you don't like violence and 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 guns and and whatever like blood and gore, uh, it's not your movie. But no. if you're fine with action, thriller, sci-fi, this is your movie. Yes, this is definitely your movie, and it's great. Um, first of all, what did you dislike anything about this movie? Um, I didn't think there was enough interaction between her and jennifer jason lee um you definitely felt like you you got the understanding of like you know i didn't know if i could like i didn't know if we were supposed to trust her or if we weren't supposed to trust her jennifer jason lee yeah like the, like the movie should tell you what side she's lying on lying on um at least by the end and i didn't really uh get that i didn't know if she was her friend or if she wasn't I felt like they're not friends. I I mean that's what I what I felt like when she was trying to. But I what I felt and they had been working together for a while. This is what I take on this. I think it's her best employee. She, oh, she's star, yeah. She's the star employee. She does not want to lose the employee to any other jobs or any other personal issues. Mm-hmm. So I think she does what she can to to keep that employee basically right in her company. Yes. Is my take on what that was. As more of a boss employee relationship I think they had. She cares about her, yes, but I think there's that 
I care about you more as I need you to work for me to get the jobs done that I need. So I can't be, you can't be distracted by all this other bullshit over here. Yes. You know, you don't need any of this. You <laughs> yes. Need to be, you're, you're right here where you need to be. Um, that's sort of what I took on, on that, on that, yeah. that relationship. But they didn't really portray that. They, you know, it was sort of, that's, that's a thing that I think that had to marinate, you know, when you're, that's something you start thinking about later and you're like, well, what was that relationship? What the fuck was that all about? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, I mean, they're, they're definitely, as I was saying, it was like, Everything about it was like polished, but like it was still raw, like mm-hmm. visually polished. But like dialogue and some of the plot was a little. I don't know if there was like some cuts or if there was a, like a budget. I don't know what. I still love the movie, but it, it definitely could have been better. I love I I love the movie too, and I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. Yeah, I want to give it an eight, but I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. And there's only. The only reason I think that I think movies for me are very satisfying is when they go somewhere. This movie seemed to be cut out of a... You're just thrown into this movie. Let me just say that. That's that, the way it starts. You're cu- thrown into it. It's kind of like you work in the middle of the day. It's a mid-shift movie. You're like... Yep. You know, you don't see you don't see the open and you don't see the close. You just see the mid shift, right? Yeah. You're working this middle job and you never see what they do in the beginning of the, the day and you never see them close at night. It's just that middle. Yeah. You see you, you find out the storyline, you know what's going on, you know how things run, but there's no ending. You know, yeah. you just sort of clock out and go the fuck home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of that's what, what sort of I took on this movie. The movie was great, and I had a fucking roller coaster of a great time, but I never got that a fulfillment. Bit, a little bit of the blue balls. It's a yeah, blue ball movie. It's a blue ball movie. <laughs> you, you never really find out anything else that co- sort of goes on. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't have an ending of happiness, sadness, nothing. There's no ending. It's yeah. just. You're just like. Now you're like this company exists. It's sort of a really long commercial for a company. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's like. I think what it really was is like a commentary on like society and like the corporate world, how and, things are, and how things are, and how things are like could be or are going to like with progression. Maybe a really long Black Mirror episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, yeah. Like the yeah, the previous one was more like you know uh, Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. This one is a little bit more like Black Mirror. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. a Black Mirror. You give it a you give it a seven. I'll give it an eight. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's 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 a solid eight. I'm gonna say seven point five. Yeah. You know, but it's 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 a solid right in between there. It's a great movie. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, yeah. I I mean I would recommend this as long as you don't like dislike violence. I would recommend recommend this movie. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. It was a good recommendation. So. Yeah. Um. So we're each gonna like. Are we gonna recommend a movie that's similar to both each of us? That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, if you want to, but I, the thing about my recommendations of, I'll recommend this one first, the, uh, uh, after Possessor. Okay. But because like, and then the other one, I'm not sure if I should recommend it because it might give the movie away, or does it matter? It doesn't really matter. It's like the same genre. I mean, okay. It it it's not like a hardcore. The yeah. first movie is like very obtuse as to what it really is. True. True. And my recommendations too are a little. They're different, but they're sort of in the wheelhouse. It's kind of a... Yeah. You know, I got nothing... It, it's hard to really start recommending movies 
uh, to specific movies. Exactly. Yeah, know. because if if every movie was exactly the same, then you know you just have a shitload of the same movies. Yeah. Is is Pirates of the Caribbean that much like Goonies? No, but it's got like the little tie into it. Exactly. And you probably will enjoy them both. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well said. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's recommend something for the possessor first, since we're on that topic. Okay. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go for it. Okay, I recommend for the possessor, and this is why I'm going to recommend The Fly. Yep. Yeah. And Daddy, the, you know, The Fly is directed by uh, David Cronenberg, his father, and this has the sci-fi, the gore, and Jeff Goldblum and uh, Gina Davis. Yeah, and if you're like if you're maybe a little bit younger and you haven't seen like you just know good Jeff Goldblum from uh, like Jurassic Park or something. This is yeah. like this movie kind of like made him the. This is eighties Jeff Goldblum. Was it eighty yeah. six or eighty seven somewhere around there? Yeah, yeah, around there. I think it was like after the Big Chill or, or something. So yeah, he's you know. Yeah, and I believe the movie. In the technology, they're they're t- trying to do time travel. Is that uh, what it is? Or they're trying to no, do... no, not time travel. They're trying to teleport. It's teleport. A, it's a teleport movie. Teleporting movie. Um, and he's a scientist who develops uh, these two pods, and he can teleport things from one to the other. And a fly gets trapped in. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, this one is you definitely. Should, you should know this movie by now in '86. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. Check out this movie because it is like literally like what happens, what can go wrong with science. Yeah, and this will give you an indication of. In the mind and in the ability of what is the Cronenbergs. Yep, yep, yep. Because this will give you an example, sort of. of well. Because it, it, it skyrockets. He's, yeah. he's got a lot. But, I will, you know. Uh, you know, and just to like, you know, fall in line with you, I'll, recognize, I'll recommend Videodrome. And if you want to watch a movie that is, I mean, it is off the charts. It's like talking about like snuff films and then. Uh, <laughs> sci-fi guns coming out of people's like stomachs. I mean, video, yeah. James Woods. I mean, oh it, yeah, you gotta watch it. Videodrome. Yeah, I don't want to explain too much about the movies because I'm recommending them to you. Yeah, Videodrome is worth a while. Yeah, it's good, and they're older movies. Yep. Um, but these are recommendations, and they're most of them are gonna be from the older eras and decades. Yeah. But these are solid picks because yep. you know this will give you a world of you know, opening for, for these, this director and his son and the, you know, the ladies, his daughters who direct and film, like they, they got these, like, you know, you'll see like pieces being taken from their family members and just, you know, thrown into these cool stories. And his dad is a very gore technology driven. And and, and now you can see it like launch into the brand new era of like film. And you're like, wow, these, and, and video drone is, is up there, man. It's, It's great. Um, all right, and then for the for our recommendations for a, f- a similar film or something uh, around uh, the vast of night. Yes. Um, go ahead. What, what do you have? Uh, I'm going to recommend. It's actually a newer movie. Uh, it's Nick Cage. I, if, I mean, you guys probably don't know who I am, but I, I love me a good Nick Cage movie. I do like whether it. it's like crappy or great because he can do them both well. Yes. Uh, Color Out of Space, uh, which I believe is a H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, book did not see that one yeah no i don't think a lot of people have no, but no. uh it's it's uh, a meteor lands on like this family's property and uh things start to happen 
Oh, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll have to watch that one, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was it A Color in Space? Uh, Color Out of Space. A Color Out of Space. Yeah, I think that nice. came out in 2019. So, yeah, give that one a whirl. Right. Nice. You know, he's, he's pretty tame in it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm going to recommend A Fire in the Sky. Ah, yes. And this is, I believe, 1992 or 91, somewhere was, around was there. Was that like a full feature movie or was that like a made-for-TV movie? No, it's a full feature. Okay. Uh, it has, man, the characters, I don't remember the, the actors' names, but it's got a lot of B celebrities yeah. in this movie. The guy the guy who played the Terminator, Liquid Terminator 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, yep. I don't even know his name. He's the main character. And then, uh, yeah, the, the so that movie is a story of the real version of the disappearance of Travis Walton, if anybody knows that story. Uh, and still to this day, his story is the one of the only ones that he tells that is still legit. And people always are fascinated by his story and, and – uh, because he's taken lie detector tests and all kinds of crazy people have been on him since day one and he's never told a lie and this kind of thing. Um, so a fire in the sky, that's my recommendation uh, for that. Uh, it's a fantastic movie. The movie is, the movie is suspenseful. It, you know, I don't want to give it whatever, but it's, it's great. It's suspenseful and it's um, the acting is great. Yeah. Everybody is, is a great, is a, has a great role. Yeah. Well, um, Thank you for joining us and listening into us uh, babble on about what we think movies should be and yeah, and how we what we, what we thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, these, these are what we're doing on our quarantine days, and not just quarantine days, but this is what we do in regular life too. Oh, yeah. we we love movies, so yeah. we. I mean, I, I, if you guys don't know, Joe and I do work together, um, and we uh, we talked about movies because we have a chance to talk to each other quite a bit during our our job, and. Uh, you know, what better way to share what we like with you guys than to, like, review these movies? I mean, obviously, we're just reviewing movies, so maybe... I mean, we haven't really hit something that's, like, horrible yet, but... We're going we're gonna to get there. We'll, we'll hit one, We're I'm definitely sure. going to get there. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's a lot to watch and a lot to go over, so... Exactly. Um, we didn't even pick our, our films next week. We'll do that. Yeah, uh, we'll, actually, our, our... Yeah. Well, I think... Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll pick our films... In the future. In the future. Um, Rudder List is going to be coming up. Yeah, Rudderless, Black Bear. Yep. Those Which are a couple. Is, uh, Black Bear is that new Aubrey Plaza one that's actually getting quite a bit of traction. And we mentioned it earlier because it had one of the actors from... Uh, yeah, what's uh, what's his face? Um, Abbott. Christopher Abbott? Yeah, Christopher Abbott. Yeah, up and coming Christopher Abbott. He's yeah. uh, he's in Black Bear too. So yeah, that one's get, that one got um, uh, a lot of lot of good push. So you know, it was recommended by Netflix and whatever else. Yeah, so. I mean, Aubrey Plaza in it, so it's getting a lot of traction anyways. Yeah, um, yeah of course. But hey, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Um, we'll see you next week. Yeah, and then and I'm Joe, and I'm Darian, and we'll see you at, at the, the movies. movies. Be safe. Wear your mask. We'll catch you on the be real. Late. <laughs> <laughs>